Hello, Anthony boy. How do you like my eyeball? I got it at the Gap. Very shiny, Pegasus. <laughs> yes, why thank you, why thank you. I want to show it off to all my friends. It's not as good as my puzzle. Well, screw you. Okay, welcome back to the podcast about Yu-Gi-Oh! Pl- draw your last card. Yes, as always, I am Johnny. And I'm Anthony. And, and today, we move on to episode two mm-hmm. of Yu-Gi-Oh! What was the name of that? I already forgot. The name is The Gauntlet is Thrown, which doesn't make a lot of sense, No, I it's because uh, Pegasus takes the glove and throws it on the ground to say he wants to duel. That... It did not happen this episode. <laughs> I know, but, like, that's the metaphor. It's a metaphor. Well, yes, the gauntlet is Metaphorical. a metaphor because things are beginning. Mm-hmm. The story Oh, is wait, there's a gauntlet that's... in the box. Yeah. That's definitely so. the gauntlet. I don't know. The gauntlet is thrown. Okay. Um, so this is really where the series takes off. We get into our first arc on the series. The first, the, the first episode, you know... We just was a pilot. <laughs> the pilot, and we all know the pilots are worse, and everyone's hair changes when you go to the real show. What? <laughs> yeah, it's like in Friends. Okay. If you watch Friends, if you check out our Friends podcast, not buddying it up, um, you'll realize that from the first episode to the second episode, everyone's hair changes because those are filmed like eight months prior to the rest. True, of True, because they don't know if the series is going to be taken off. Yeah. Even though they should have known with friends, because that's a winner right there. Okay, but opening scene... But that's for buddying it up with Anthony and Johnny. Opening scene of this episode was uh, Joey versus Taya in a duel. Yes, a very unique scene compared to the last episode that (laughs) started with Joey and Yugi dueling. Yes, and even with Joey having roughly a full day to, like learn the game, Tay is already kicking his butt. Yeah, we can assume now that Joey has played two games Mm -hmm. of Duel Monsters. At this point. At this point. Which, uh... And watched another duel. And watched. So really, we were expecting him to be a master by now. Or at least understand the game. Boy, does he not, though, because Taya beats him. He literally couldn't Um, do math in the episode. Our homegirl Taya. Homegirl Taya. Homegirl Taya. Amatado. Gardner. (laughs) Uh, she whips his booty. Using magic cards, something that Joey does not even understand exists. Yes, um, I would like to make a claim at this point in the episode that I was sadly wrong about some comments I made last episode about Yugi telling Joey his deck sucks. That happens in this episode. Also, I don't know when the card game came out versus the anime. That was a bunch of BS. <laughs> Lots that of I lying. Spewed last time. Lots of lying. Um. So if you were mad at us for saying that, you know, I apologize. I apologize to all of you, especially our favorite viewer. You know who you are. The one who knows who the grandpa's name is. Which we know now also is Sullivan. Well, you just nope. spoiled it. Is that right? It was Sullivan. It's Solomon. Oh, sh- like the king from. Egypt. Egypt. Yeah. What do you think that reference came from? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so uh, she uses a magic card, and that destroys Joey's monster, 
and then somehow that means she instantly wins the game because no, she attacked. She her attacked. monster was in defense position. Okay, yes. Her so monster's in defense when they show, like, a cut of the board. There's no way her monster attacked Joey's monster. Yeah, so I gave props to the animators last episode also. Taking that all back. Taking it back a little bit because Taya played, uh, I want to say Wadapon. It was not Wadapon. It wasn't Wadapon, but it was a pink fluffy animal um, in attack mode, clearly. And then when we get the full scale up screen shot, the eagle eye view, um, the Hitchcockian view, uh, it is in defense mode. So, animators, if you're watching, please go back, fix it, send it to me. Yes, this is a huge issue. Yeah. Glaring plot holes. We will revise. We will revise this episode if you do that. Um, but yeah, so Joey loses to Taya five times because he's that bad at this game. But Joey forgets two of the times because Yeah, he, he also lies to Solomon about how often he loses because he didn't want to seem like a huge loser when he asked Solomon to teach him how to play the game. I think we should just call him Grandpa. I, yeah. Name Gran Solomon. Grandpa Moto. Grandpa Moto? Um, Grandpa that's what we're going with. That is canon now. His name's Grandpa. Not Solomon, because mm -hmm. you don't learn his name also, until... Also, their mailbox has a turtle on it. Fun mm -hmm. fact, their I don't mailbox know. has I, a turtle on it. The wide shot, I saw a turtle, and I was confused. Yeah. <laughs> um, so at this point, this is where this is where uh, Yugi tells Joey's deck sucks, because it has no magic cards in it. And or Yugi's, trap cards. Yeah. Um, and it's just pure monsters. Joey does not know what a magic or trap card is. Yeah, no, he admits that to Grandpa, that yeah. he has no clue what the types of cards in the game are. Yeah, so then we get this, uh, this Rocky-like, uh, training sequence. Of, like, four sequences. Yeah, four Mostly sequences. is Joey just shuffling cards, because we all know shuffling cards is how you learn a card game. It's hard to shuffle those cards. Not really. It's hard. Nope. It's hard. Shuffling is easy. Shuffling's hard. He, he does fail at shuffling, though. If you have tiny hands out there and you're mad at Anthony for saying shuffling's easy, just let, I'll let you know now I'm going to yell at him after this episode because shuffling's hard and we okay. all know this. But then, uh, so basically, Grandpa becomes Mr. Miyagi from uh, Karate Kid and teaches him something how to play the card game. Anthony bringing in the references, joining the reference club. I love it. The reference. I like we're movies. Like, I like to make references. We're like the breakfast club, but... The Reference Club. The Reference Club. That There's another bad. reference in the... Okay, that we're moving on. If you stop listening after that, that's fine. We me. understand. Because we understand. So, then Yugi gets a package. It's a nice big package. Oh, no. Stop. <laughs> it's a package from, what was it, Industrial Visions? Illusions. Industrial Illusions. Industrial Illusions. That's uh, which is Pegasus, Maximilian Pegasus's company. And Maximilian Pegasus... Uh, I say... Maximilian Pegasus is the founder of... The card game. The card game. He created it. He created the cards. He's rich. He is fabulous. Mm -hmm. My god, I love We'll get more man. into more about his fabulousness. Yes, he comes in. Uh, first, let's, let's just let's talk about the first time we see actual good duel monsters going on, I think. It's not actual. They literally... It's two turns about. So we see uh, on TV, because this show is on TV somehow for them, is Rex Weevil... Rex and Weevil dueling, and that is Bugman versus yes. Dinosaur Man. Uh, Weevil Underwood and Rex Raptor are the uh, number ones in the world. They are Federer and Djokovic, pretty much. But yet Going their duel can be decided in 
two turns. I think they chimed in halfway through the duel. You think they did? Think, yeah. Literally, Rex summons his strongest monster, mind you, has 1,600 attack points. That is weaker than most of the cards we saw in the first episode. That's true. And then all of a sudden, Weevil pulls out a combo using a magic card, something that Rex does not understand. He also played a trap card instantly, which is cheating. Yeah. And instantly destroys his monster and then wins the duel. Yeah, so I guess I'll agree that it's a little bit wonky. And we want to believe that Rex Raptor is one of the top duelists and he loses in like four seconds. Yeah, and it is noted... No, I won't spoil it. I won't spoil their win-loss ratio going forward in this show, because they are returning characters. Possibly the best returning characters this show has. Their bro relationship that follows is adorable. Yeah, they get a bromance going, and as we all know, if you don't have a bromance with someone, what are you doing with your life? Okay, but then we're back to uh, Yugi's package. Well, yeah, yeah, we're back to Yugi's package, which he forgot about. Grandpa delivers him this package, says, Yugi, you have a package. And Yugi is just like, okay. And just doesn't care. Doesn't care. Leaves it unopened because Duel Monsters was on TV. Was on TV. Um, so the package includes uh, the gauntlet, some starships, which will become more relevant soon. This is the gauntlet that is thrown. Exactly. That's the name of the episode. Mm-hmm. And it comes with a VHS, because this is an old show, and DVD players don't exist yet. <laughs> yes, or at least uh, the Soviet Union was hiding them from us, because they did not want us to have this kind of technology. That part probably is not true. But moving on, he puts it, the VHS in the TV, and it's Pegasus. Somehow a recording of Pegasus is actual just Pegasus. So basically they FaceTime now, Yeah. <laughs> and they have face a FaceTime time. duel. Well, okay, so it's confusing. So, Yugi... So, the duel that we watched uh, between Rex and Weevil, obviously live, right? Mm -hmm. It's obviously mm -hmm. live. But then you see Pegasus going away in his car, and then Yugi puts in the disc. Is Pegasus VHS. live? Is Pe VHS, I'm sorry. Yes. Is Pegasus live on this VHS? Yeah. He's gotta be. It's He's using his magical eye to do whatever he wants because they just want to ignore the rules of reality. So why was the VHS so important in this situation? I don't know. Why couldn't he just popped on the TV screen? Yeah, that, that would have made more sense. Yeah. And then, like, directly challenge Yugi on the TV screen. Yeah. That would have made more sense. So the VHS, I guess, is just, like, it doesn't play much of a part in this. We're uh, talking about this way too much for such an insignificant item. Well, that's fine. we got to cover some time. It's pretty significant. Why... Uh, give us your fan theories uh, on why um, about this VHS. Uh, we will take anything. I'm sure there's some deep lore behind it. I if don't know. Nope. If you can get an interview with nope. the creators of Yu-Gi-Oh, making this up. If you are a creator of Yu-Gi-Oh, why are you listening to this? Hit us up. Tweet at us <laughs> on our um, Twitter. On our Twitter, which is probably at Draw Your Last Card. Hopefully. Uh, no, I, I looked it up. There are no other at Draw Your Last Cards. That's so. good. Our Twitter will be at draw your last card. Um, I don't know how to use Twitter personally. I do. Anthony does. Um, and give us your best shot as to why. Okay. I so, want to hear it. But when he puts in the VHS, it allows Pegasus to pull them into the Shadow Realm, which is the first time we hear about the Shadow Realm. Oh boy, is this exciting. The Shadow Realm is possibly the best part about this show because it's very deep. 
and complex. Like, it's probably the most fleshed out point in this whole show, I would say. Even though it's mostly made up. Okay, so it's made up slightly. So there's differences between the Japanese and the American version because... Uh, four kids censored. Four kids censored. So in the Japanese version, there is no shadow zone as far as we know. Yeah. Um, it's just you die. Yes, they that die is... instead of having their soul punished to the shadow realm. Yeah, uh, whereas in the American four kids version, you go to the shadow realm, which in my mind is way ten creepier. times worse. So this is the difference between dying, just dying and having nothing happening to your soul, and being trapped in, like, purgatory for the rest of your life. Which sounds creepy yeah. as heck. I would rather die. Okay, but in this realm, he pauses everyone else and uh, just has a duel with Yugi. Yes. And that duel is, like, a time duel where whoever has the higher life points in the end will be the winner. Now, I'd like to interject here. I know what you're thinking. That's why the VHS is used. The VHS probably only has... It, I don't know much about VHSs. I was I was born in '98. I was I I was raised with CDs and DVDs. But the VHS only has a limited amount of space. That amount of space only like 30 minutes. From what I know, whenever this isn't a recording. But the VHS the VHS plays a crucial part in this. So, if why is this your main topic? If the VHS stops. If the VHS stops, Anthony doesn't seem to care, so we're gonna go into just Johnny mode over here. You guys gonna have his little personal time? If the VHS stops, uh, we can assume that Pegasus can no longer interact with our homeboy Yugi Moto, which is where the VHS comes into its So deep if he rewinds more. it, does he get more interaction time? Well, yeah, I'd like to think that if he were to rewind this disc, he could interact with Pegasus over and over again. And I'm just saying that's some deep lore. Uh, you know, tweet at us about it because I'm very intrigued by this VHS tape because there's got to be a point for it. So the best part, though, while they're in this, the shower room playing a duel, they're also playing on the floor. Yeah. They can't imagine a table or, like, chairs or anything. They're just literally, like... Crisscross applesauce on the floor. Well, I have your answer for that. Uh, it's because the Shadow Realm... Uh, the Shadow Realm is years behind us. The table has not been invented yet. But magical staffs... Well, and okay. I, and real reason. Items. Real reason. The Shadow Realm only houses the monsters. Because all the monsters are real in the Shadow Realm. Uh, there is no... There is no tabletop magic card or tabletop monster card. And only cards are real in this Shadow Realm, so they don't have a table. So Yugi uh, kneels on the floor the whole time. Whereas Pegasus is appears to be sitting. Yeah, no clue what his body position is even doing. Honestly, Pegasus could be naked the whole time. He could not be wearing pants. That is one of those He's not wearing pants. things. That's one of those, like, interview tips, you yeah. know, when it's just When it's a, a Skype interview, you don't have to wear pants. Yeah, but don't stand up, like, in that one episode for Amazon Wardrobe, um, being like, oh, dang, I'm excited, I stand up, now everyone sees your undies. And if you don't have good undies, then... Yeah, they're gonna judge your undies pretty hard. You need to be wearing those nice, soft undies with yeah. the design and pattern. You know, if you don't got good undies, though, go out and buy some. Just... Get on that underwear game, okay? We want Under game is important. I it's like, not just for the ladies. Yeah, I'd like to say or the or the men. Or the men. Um I uh 
I appreciate another guy's boxers. We'll say that. Uh, so, I'm just saying though, Pegasus. We know he's fabulous. He has long, definitely long has majestic undies. Locks. His underwear is gonna be good looking. Um, which <laughs> makes you question the VHS again. <laughs> could it capture? Could it capture the intricacies of what I can only assume is a majestically laced uh, set of boxers? Oh, he definitely has laced underwear. Yeah, he has laced underwear. Um, that's got to take probably, like, 1080p to <laughs> see that. And they didn't have that on VHS. VHS is, I think, only 480, if that. Uh, I think that's a TV thing, though, also. But, so, uh, I'm just saying... The VHS is important to the story. Pegasus wears lacy underwear. He's fabulous. Let's get back to the duel now, Anthony. Okay, so in the duel, it's called Yugi summons just monsters in attack position, and Pegasus can see the cards inside Yugi's hand using his Millennium Eye, which is totally cheating. So with that knowledge, though, so he knows what he's going to play, which allows him to plan magic cards and trap cards to deal with the situation that Yugi has. Where, at one point, he literally steals a card in Yugi's hand with a Dragon Jar. Yes. Which, that is not how Dragon Jar works. Ain't how that works. He needs to have summoned it first for Dragon Jar to be activated to steal the monster. And then somehow he summons a monster that allows him to release the dragon in the jar. Yeah, Dragon Tamer. That I don't think that's real. I think that card is real, actually. Is it? I think so. I don't remember uh, that. So, throughout this whole battle, actually... Really, it's not focused on the duel. So this is also a one-episode a one battle, which uh, is only because it's time, though. Uh, so And it's also just for exposition. It's all exposition. As I coined the term in my notes, uh, Pegasus position, <laughs> because it is all Pegasus giving flashbacks to uh, the past in Egypt about... The, the Millennium Items. Yeah, the Millennium Items. And that's what we learned about the Millennium Items. Big, big topic, Millennium Items. Yep. We learned that there's seven, and Yugi has the puzzle. Uh, we see Pegasus with the eye. There's five more out there. You want to be a fashion icon? Get those Millennium Items. Maybe not the eye. That's creepy. Yep. Don't uh, pop out your own eyeball for a Millennium Eye. That sounds really violent and kind of nasty. Yeah. Yeah. You're so, going to want to disinfect that eyeball. Yeah, make sure you keep your eye in a pickle jar. Pickle jars have been used for millennia to uh, keep things sterile. I don't think that's accurate. I would like to disagree with you. If you know anything about pickle jars, tweet at us. So, we only see the two right here, but there are seven of them. But we only know the two are the eye and the puzzle. Uh, who knows what the other five are? We, we don't. might know. We don't, for sure. Oh. Um, Anthony might know, but he's We, we, we see all seven of the items. They show them falling. We don't know what their special names yes, are, but we know what they look like. I'll give you descriptions of all of them. Okay. There is one that might look like a scale. It's mm -hmm. got two pole. It's got a pole in the middle, poles across the top with two little scaly things. This must be the worst item by far. Because everyone else can wear their items or hold their items. Could you imagine bringing a scale to a duel, popping on the table, and then your opponent's like, um, no, that's cheating. Move that off the table. <laughs> but You're right. It's the hardest to cheat with the Millennium <laughs> Scale. Um, and I don't honestly I don't, know. I don't know how we... that would work. Like, how would you bring that to a duel 
and not look like an idiot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, this there. is my scale. I bring it around everywhere my, I go. It's my good luck scale. <laughs> like, just that just doesn't work. Most just of them are work. things you can wear. Like, I think there's, you know, the Millennium Ring. We have the Millennium, like, staffish thing. Like, most of them are carry-on things. A scale? Scale don't work. Scale don't work. Scale don't work. So don't bring your scales with you to a card fight. Okay, but That's back to the saying. actual duel. Because there are a few things that happen in the duel. I disagree with we that. We get the return of the Dark Magician. The Yay. Ace Monster. And it actually destroys something with Dark Magic Attack. Which is weird because the cards don't mention having attack names. But Dark Magic Attack. Yeah. I guess so. Well, and we also see the Celtic Guardian, which is one of his iconic cards that really sucks. I do like the Celtic Guardian. And he uses it all the time, and it only has 1,400 attack power, kind of weak. But eventually becomes obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Or the angry Celtic Guardian. Yeah, you'll understand that in 500 episodes. <laughs> when it becomes relevant again. When it becomes relevant again, <laughs> as with everything in this show. Honestly, this show alludes to a lot. Yeah, there's the always exposition so that never gets fully paid off. There's a lot of exposition in these first episodes. Duelist Kingdom, which is the name of the first season. First arc. It's long. It's boring. <laughs> I skip it whenever I watch it. Um, Glad to know our viewers are definitely not skipping. Well, I'm assuming some of them aren't watching. They're just listening. Like, you know, if you want to move on to Domino City... Battle City. Domino City. That's the name of the city they're yeah. in, fun fact. Uh, so it's not entirely wrong. Then you do that. Well, listen, I hope we're making this entertaining for you. That's our that's our goal. That's our mission statement. Make Yu-Gi-Oh! Season 1 entertaining, because if we can do it, God, we're like gods then. We're like little Karibo, but... <laughs> yes, that's true. So how does uh, Pegasus win, do you remember? Pegasus wins by default. <laughs> Straight up... He just is like, oh, you declared an attack? Oh, no, the timer ran out. Yeah, Your so attack is invalid. We see that 15-minute timer uh, tick-tocking down. And uh, Yugi is legit about to win this bat. Like, within match. 10 seconds left, he declares an attack that would be the win one that wins. Yeah. So, now, this brings up another point about the VHS. Let's, oh, say, let's say this duel happened in let's say 2005 when the dvd was invented dvds i know can hold at least 30 minutes of song on them because i've created many playlists on a dvd so if this battle had been on dvd which is why the vhs is important then yugi would have won the duel so pegasus won because technology was not advanced enough and that is a fault on human society in general for not being forward thinking enough to think of the he also DVD. won because he's a cheater but that's he cheats that's just how the games work they everyone cheats every everyone duel cheats. is won by cheating there's it's, no duel won legitly cheaters gotta cheat and if whoever cheats best so because uh pegasus wins he then decides to motivate yugi to come to his tournament by just stealing his grandpa's soul yes very casually through the vhs do you have a theory for that, too? For the VHS theory? How he can hold a person's soul through the VHS into his streaming service? So. So much time being. No. 
I, I don't see... I would think that a soul would be better burned onto a C, onto a DVD. Oh, because you could have burned his soul onto the CD. Yeah. I like it. I like it. But VHS is a bit more physical. I, I got nothing. If you got something for that, this might debunk the whole VHS theory, to be honest. I'm glad I could just show it this terrible theory that's taking up so much time. But, so, the... Duel ends, he steals the soul, and then Yugi's left screaming at a TV, and that's how the episode ends. It's kind of an anticlimactic ending. Yeah, it's meant to be this, like, oh no, what's going to happen next? He lost his soul. But the answer is, they're just going to duel again eventually when he goes to the tournament. Spoilers! Okay, but he's going to the tournament to win his grandpa's soul back. That's kind of self-explanatory. That's true, but we don't know much about this tournament yet. They're, they're going to explain yeah. the tournament. Um, All we know is the gauntlet has been thrown. The, did you say the goblet? I said the gauntlet. Okay, he said the gauntlet. If you disagree, that was he, he threw down the challenge, and will Yugi accept? Find out next time. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that covers all the episode. Um, per usual, we will be translating this into dog. Of course, rough, um, rough, bow, wow. I would like you to know that I showed this. I had my dog listen to this immediately calmed him down he loved it he was so happy you could see the smiles so as usual you know get your dog to listen um and get multiple dogs get your friends dogs come over and get your friends bring your friends dogs over because we're close we're getting there we're starting our journey to be scooby-doo podcast we're at three dogs listening three dogs listening working on five if we can get five, five by next podcast, we will let you know. Um, so, as always, I'm Johnny. I'm Anthony. Always believe in the power of friendship. <laughs>